Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be bringing you weekly stories from my own business journey and experience and some other amazing, inspiring women in business to talk about their successes, their failures, their money, mindset, and how we juggle all the things, or not in most cases, to inspire you on your journey to living the life you desire and building a business that aligns with you. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I have another small business success stories coming to you this week. And this week I've got Rachel joining me. Um, So Rachel, I want you to introduce yourself because I was going to introduce you, but then I realized, well, we've had a slight um, name change. So I'm going to let you go ahead and and tell us about, um, tell us about yourself, who you are and what your business is. Oh, thanks, Zoe. Thanks for having me. So I am a brand stylist and mentor and I help female entrepreneurs really truly understand their brand and help them to communicate and translate it in a way that fills fills them with confidence and feels good. So so in other words, like the actual spill, like the real elevator pitch, I guess. (laughs) Our female entrepreneurs to create aligned, authentic, impactful brands with ease and confidence. And I do that through um, Hopscotch Branding Studio, where I um, work one-on-one with um, with women in business who are ready to sort of elevate and up-level their brand um, through strategy and strong foundations and then um, beautiful visual branding. And I also have a brand foundation course called Brand Alchemy for women who are in those early stages of business, who are just starting out um, to sort of pave the way to set their foundations up so that they can understand their brand and how they can unlock the power of branding early in their business. I also have a monthly membership where I support um, my clients and past students on a monthly basis to, you know, to basically be their brand cheerleader and supply them with a whole bunch of amazing resources to help them um, on their branding journey. Amazing. And I do feel like, um, like branding is probably an area in small business that has a lot of misconceptions about it. Like people are like, oh, branding's just like picking a cool logo and and some pretty colours. But I feel like it's a lot more than that, right? (laughs) Yeah, there's a fair bit more to it than that. Like, obviously, that's, that's one small part of it and that's one way that we can communicate our message to our audience. Um, but first of all, we really need to understand what that message is and why and um, and sort of really shape the culture of the brand um, and have definitive guidelines in place which actually help you to move forward in in your business, like make decisions based on your your brand um, boundaries. It's almost like having um, like the goal, I guess, the goalposts. Because yeah. um, yeah. you know, it's it's very overwhelming, particularly when you first start a business um, and actually going through the branding process before you do anything. Yeah. is incredibly clarifying and yeah. helps you to understand you know, why you're even doing what you're doing <laughs> and, and who's, who is it for and how to reach them and, and how to package your service or your products or, you know, tailor them to, 
two are perfect um, scenario and customer. And yeah, is, there's a lot to it before you get to the point of choosing a logo and picking colors, because all of the work that you do before that actually helps you. It's almost like their indicators are in place yeah. to help you choose the right, um, the right ways to communicate your brand message. It's not just a case of just oh, picking something because it looks nice. Do you know? What <laughs> Which I, mean? I think a lot of people end up doing, but then they probably have yeah. to go back and rework what they've already done because yeah. they've missed some, a lot of those foundational steps. Multiple times, yes. <laughs> yes, and that's just confusing for your audience and unfortunately um, presents um, an unprofessional vibe if you sort of, like it's my, my you know, philosophy is that if you keep, if you're confused about your brand and you keep changing it, um, you know, guessing your way through, then um, then just, you know, what's your audience going to think? Um, how are they going to perceive you? If, you? if you're confused about your brand, then they're going to be confused about your brand as well. Um, and, you know, the goal, the ultimate goal of branding is to instill trust in your audience because trust is, you know, that, that point where people will make a purchase as, you know, like it obviously depends on, um, what the investment is um, but if it's a higher you know investment product or service then you know you really do need to reach that that point of trust um, and that's sort of that's what I always like to to keep in mind I guess yeah and yeah well I think once you do like it's, I guess it's all well and good in the early days if you've only got like a handful of maybe low ticket offers but once you're really starting to grow your business and um you are trying to send people through that journey of, of, you know, your customer journey or your buying journey. Um, and once you do get to those high ticket items, if you're portraying a brand that doesn't kind of match those high ticket offers, then I feel like that's going to turn a lot of people kind of away from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it is also like a little bit of a chicken and the egg scenario, you know, like you can actually position your brand in a way that, um, will be perceived um, as better quality or, you know, more trustworthy or more creative um, just from the strategy that you have in place. That is, I, I know a lot of people discount branding um, in the initial stages of like, oh, it's not important when you're starting a business, but I think you've kind of summed it up extremely well that it is very important and <laughs> so it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> so important I mean I can harp on it harp on it for days and days on my little soapbox um but unfortunately you know it, it it really is brushed aside in the early in the early days because of those misconceptions as you said and it really is the biggest myth that I bust almost on a daily basis that your brand is not just your logo and your logo just can't it can't just be flippantly chosen from an Etsy store or um, picked on Canva like it, it, it you you <laughs> you will be doing yourself a huge favor if you invest in your brand foundation and strategy um, before you even get to the point of um, yeah of choosing that logo but I know that it's so exciting you know like choosing your logo and you it just feels and it it feels so cool like especially when you start your business like that's the that's the sexy part of branding, you know, like that is the the stuff that people 
do you want to play with you know like it's fun and and it once you have got a logo it makes you feel like a real business so you know I totally can like I can relate to that I I, I get it um but I really would encourage anyone who's just starting out or thinking about start even if you are thinking about starting a business to go through this you know incredibly enlightening and clarifying brand foundation process and I have had people through my brand foundation course that haven't had a business yet and yeah so it's probably the perfect time you can build a brand before you even launch an offer yes yeah and I actually really love that idea when I started my business um nearly 18 no well I started my business like 18 months ago but when I first started on the journey I didn't have a business yet and it was this sort of a similar thing I went through a um a, a short branding course and that was what someone had recommended to me like because I was first starting out like go and do the branding course first and we did the fact like we talked about things that I was like I have no idea yet. like who's your yeah. client what kind of pricing do you and I'm like I don't know <laughs> like it was yeah. a great process to go through um, in those initial stages to help me get the clarity around the rest of the pieces of the puzzle as well. Yeah, exactly. And everything sort of falls into place around those parameters. Um, you know, like, as I said, you, you, you use it as, I don't know, like as a, well, I call it a brand Bible. So, um, you know, like you have got all of this compiled in a document ideally, and then you print it out and it is literally every, like the reference book to guide your entire business. I love that. And I think I need one of those. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, you do. Because I am that person that has like changed my brand. <laughs> I've not done it the right way around. Like even though I did the course, I certainly have not done things the right way around. Um, so now I'm learning uh, <laughs> the last few months. I'm like backtracking myself and like going back and doing all those things. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. Oh, I'm sure. And I, I, I totally get it. But, you know, if, if you are in that place that, that you're in, Zoe, or, you know, if, if anyone's listening that can relate to that, even though you've come a little way through your journey, always go back to the start, like just start at the start. If you're feeling frazzled or feeling confused or you feel like you've sort of like your brand is a little bit of a renovation job um, and you, even if there's like you've got some things nailed down but there's something missing, you know, that feeling where you're just like there's some things that you're really not sure on or you're having trouble really communicating the message that you want or it's not or what you are using to communicate your message and, you know, the way that you talk about your brand and sort of like your captions that sort of thing if they're not attracting people customers traffic um, then there might be just something that's slightly out of alignment Mm. so it's really hard to fix that with a band-aid like it's hard to sort of identify exactly what that is that's not in alignment and so to come back to the very beginning stages which is what I do with all my one-on-one branding clients as well. Like, you know, some of them have come to me and they've got a little bit of this and they've done a little bit of messaging work and, you know, but I always bring them right back to the very beginning so that we can sort of go through the stages step by step and make sure that everything is in alignment Um, and that is where the clarity is found and once you have that clarity um that sort of um brings about the confidence yes and then you show up differently 
Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the same with most things, like, right, when you feel overwhelmed when it comes to anything, like, it's always good to just step back and then go, what's step one, what's step yeah. two, and then just take a look at the whole picture rather than trying to, to sort of yes. see where you're at right now. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like take yourself out of the picture and just, yeah. Yeah. Zoom out. That's one of my favourite things. Zoom out. I love that. Just look at the whole picture, like, and then come back again. <laughs> yeah. It's your yeah. whole perspective on things. So I would love to know, have you always, like, what's your, before Hopscotch, what were, what were you doing? I was a stay-at-home mum directly before Hopscotch. Um, I had a freelance graphic design business for many years that I worked from home. So I've been working from home for, oh my gosh, I don't know, like 11 or 12 years, something like that. Anyway, so I did take a little bit of a sabbatical um, when I had all my babies because I've got four. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, I had to sort of park that for a bit. Anyway, um, so yeah, before that I was doing my freelance graphic design business and yeah before that I've worked in all sorts of different industries as I was sort of you know like finished uni I had my um, computer-based art and design degree with my like marketing side to it and I so I sort of like dabbled so I did website design and was in publishing for a while and worked in a boutique graphic design studio but yeah ultimately like I am not a nine to fiver (laughs) I just I am a free spirit Zoe and I'm just so much happier for it my work is better for it like the quality of work that I produce is always like it just as soon as I went out on my own it just like took it you know it just took on a life of its own and I felt free so yeah it's so good that you, like, I mean, we all kind of have to experiment with things, don't we? And we're sort of like, when we finish school, the normal path is to go and get a job. So I think that's the path that everyone takes. But it's yeah. so lovely when we have that realisation. Like, it took me a lot longer to realise that I didn't want that corporate box um, kind of controlling me. But it's so lovely when we do realise that actually we function so much better <laughs> and produce much higher quality work when we're not confined to a corporate role yeah I mean and it's different for everyone and I think it's it depends on your personality type and what your career is as well like it and what you know what you feel you are led to do or called to do and your purpose you know like I'd I'd if that's you know if that's what you do then that's what you do but um yeah for me it it was always a conscious choice for my family, like, you know, when this was, you know, we started planning this life before we even had kids. Like I knew that I wanted to be home for my family. And so I started very early (laughs) to establish (laughs) a life that I could do that. And I'm living that. And it's just like the best thing ever. Like it's just the best thing I could have ever done. So magical. So magical. So for everyone out there who is like, before that stage just keep yeah. keep going and yeah and, well, yeah it it always works out the way it's it's meant to if you focus on what it is that you want right so you knew that you wanted to be home with your family and that's what you 
started working towards, which is just phenomenal. Did you um, did you work while the kids were at home? Because we, we were chatting before and you've got four kids. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when, I mean, I had my first daughter and I was still running my business then. Um, and then fast forward a few years um, and my youngest was two and I just like, I had, I just, you know, there was something missing in my life. Like I, I thought for so long that I was going to be so content, you know, being a stay at home mum without any, I don't know, like without working, working, I, I've got, you know, the inverted commas around because I don't feel like I work ever. <laughs> um, but like, I just, I had just lost the essence of myself and I couldn't like that. This is such a relatable thing. Like I know like becoming a mother is like stepping into a, a new identity or a new, it's like discovering a whole new person that you didn't know existed. Um, and so I had sort of fallen into this role and, and lost um, like the previous version of myself, which is not, I don't like, it just wasn't healthy either. So I had to sort of relearn um who I who I was like the merging of these two identities and that you know it's, it was okay to still follow my own dreams and my own passions and um and have that little bit of me time to be creative and and that was one of the biggest things that I had lost was my creativity I wasn't creating and that that is a huge part of myself and my self-worth and my happiness wow. um is creating like creating every day and if that, like, if I don't create, then I wilt. And so that was like this massive realization that I had. Um, and yeah, and that's sort of where the seed of Hopscotch Branding Studio was um, was planted. And yeah, and I started working towards that little baby steps every day with the kids at home. <laughs> wow! In that time, you know, yeah. like, and I, yeah, I had this big vision. Like it doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be much. Like it can just be five minutes a day if you're just working towards something. Like it doesn't, you don't, you don't have to be the biggest and the best right now. But, you know, if you just take those baby steps, you feel better. Like you feel excited. It gives you something to work towards. It, it fulfills your purpose. And um, yeah, and that's how it worked out for me is that my business has grown up with my family and it, I'm getting emotional. It's just the most beautiful thing. That's, I think that story can, like so many people are going to relate to the, like building a business in nap time and, and when the yeah. kids are going to bed or early in the morning. And yeah. we're also sold that we need to want to like, and this is a message that I'm trying to convey to people is like, um, we're told that we, you know, we should be striving for six figures in our business. Like, you know, he, all the marketing messages out there are about, here's how to hit six figures in your business but the reality is that there's a lot of us that aren't at that stage where we have the time nor the energy to grow a business to to six figures yet not to say that we're not going to get there eventually but when you're trying to build a business in nap time like it's 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 hard so really just doing what you can each day is enough and knowing that that is enough and you don't need to be like sucked into all of these yeah. like grow your business to be <laughs> it's gross it really is and it, you know it's unachievable and it's 
it's yeah it's not it's not realistic I think it's great to set achievable goals that are a stretch for you like you know personal goals business goals all that sort of stuff um but yeah in in those very early stages like you know I I knew that I wanted to do branding and I knew my, you know, I went through my whole, my branding process for myself. Um, but I started with $0. So I needed to figure out a way to start making some money to invest in this business. So cut a long story short, I was selling um, illustration prints on Etsy. So like even just to make $20 from one print, like every couple of days or once a week was just the biggest achievement for me and we would celebrate and the kids would come with me down I'm going to get I'm going to cry um to the post office and that was that was like the humblest beginning you know like it was but that those are the things that spur your motive like they fuel your motivation to keep moving forward you know like and and you're right there's all these out crazy like you know six figures was just a pipe dream back then like I would never have imagined and I I know that there's a lot of women who are in that phase right now who for them it but you know it's achievable but you really just need to focus on what's right ahead of you like what's happening tomorrow and just keep putting one step in front of the other um towards that otherwise it's just so overwhelming and you just want to give up because you think like I'm never ever going to be able to do that so you know to just you know it's it's very important to have that clear vision that you're working towards but then you know just focus on setting achievable goals every day that are going to get you to ultimately where you want to go um so take that pressure off yourself it is not healthy (laughs) no it's not and just like trusting that you're doing enough and that you're exactly where you're meant to be and that um you know um I think the biggest lesson that I've learned in regards to that is is staying strong in your purpose and your why because if you're standing strong in that and you know that each day you're just making little steps towards that then um it's so much easier to continue to to build and grow and and then when you do end up falling down because it's inevitable that we're all going to have days where we just like nothing goes right and we're just like why are we doing this um it's so much easier to get up again when you've got that like this is why I'm doing this I'm doing this for my kids I'm doing this so that I can um feel myself again and feel creative and 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 focus on that instead of focusing on what's knocked us down (laughs) exactly and you know be mindful of your metrics um like you know it's important to of course it's important the facts and figures are important because there's no point running a business if it's not profitable but um you know like for me my success metric is how I'm feeling like how am I feeling in my business and if if I'm feeling stressed or stretched or you know like like something's not working then that's my indicator to change something um and sort of tweak things like so it's a constant tweaking um but if you like yes you have to check in with your money of course you do (laughs) but you know for the everyday stuff is like what kind of impact are you having like you know focus on the, the good that you're doing um in who you're serving and and what it's doing for your family even if it's just being able to 
I don't know, funded a play date or taking the kids to the zoo on the weekend if you might not have been otherwise able to do that as a family. Like just focus on those types of goals or metrics helps as well. I love the pressure off. Yeah, and I love that um, your metric is how you're feeling because I think that's something that people kind of sometimes forget. Like they're like, oh, if I'm not making money, then I'm not working hard enough, so I need to work harder instead of checking in and saying, hang on a second, I'm already feeling stressed and and overwhelmed. How am I even going to like sustain this in the long term if I'm already at this level of of overwhelm? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So checking in, yeah, checking in with yourself is important too. Yes. Yeah. If not like the most important thing, like money's important, but yeah, <laughs> sustainable, like no level of, of profitability is going to be sustainable if you're on the verge of burnout and overwhelm and stress and all of those no. things. Because you just no. Gonna- no, exactly. And so often you see people starting starting their business in the you know same sort of situation if they are a mother, um, you know, to like same reason that I did to be at home with their kids and like to be able to pick them up from school every day and bring them home to like warm muffins and you know that's it's so cliche but I, I just I'm that type of mum I love it um and then but then get caught up in that whole sorry <laughs> sorry about that noise that's my dog <laughs> just wanted to come and say hello just <laughs> tiptoeing away behind me sorry no way um, <laughs> yeah but to get to get caught up you do you get caught up in it and you start the whole comparison spiral and then you do get caught up in that whole go 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 of running the business and all of a sudden you're like working till 2am and and you're snappy and cranky at everyone and you're rushing around and and it you kind of like it's like hang on (laughs) why did I start this in the first place Mm. and that's a clear yeah clear in like so that is yeah clear indicator that and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that could be at that stage right now. Like that was me six months ago. And it took yeah. um, my husband actually pointing it out to me. I couldn't see it. Like I was like in the zone and I was just like working all hours and I was snappy at everyone. And, and I was like, no, 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 this is how it's going to be. And then he was the one that was like, why did you even start a business? You're just working all the time. You're super cranky. Go and get a job if you're going to be like this. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to go back to a job, like a job. <laughs> it's uh, That's not possible. So it was, that was the wake up call for me to be like, okay, let's just check back in with what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have just been so full of wisdom today. And so I think your story is so relatable to where a lot of people are right now or have been. Um, yeah. So I'm so grateful for you to share it with us today can you tell us a bit about so you've got a you could work with people one-to-one you've got the course and you've got the membership so can you tell us a bit about um how people can find you how they can work with you um and where yeah where they can find you I'll pop the all the links in the show notes so people can click through (laughs) yeah well the easiest way to connect with me is through Instagram um it's my favorite social platform so um it's just Rachel Writer underscore brand mentor. Um, pretty easy to find. Um, currently sort of um, in a little bit of a brand reshuffle. Um, so that's where you can find me. It's probably the easiest place. Or you can check out my website, which is just hopscotchbranding.studio. Um, you'll find more information about my one-on-one services and Brand Alchemy, which is my signature brand foundation course. But yeah, 
let me know on Instagram, send me a DM. I am, you know, friendly lass. <laughs> I've always got such inspiring, like you always share such inspiring things. I always love looking at your, at your feed. You always kind of brighten my day when I see a post pop up from you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> It's you know this is so cool that you really like yeah I can just feel the energy and it's always just so lovely. Oh, thank you so much, Zoe. I appreciate that. No, it's my pleasure. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, and yeah, we'll let you get back to whatever's left in your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with me right to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend and it would just make my day or let's face it, my year if you went and left a review over on iTunes so I can get these inspiring stories into the ears of as many women as possible. I will catch you all next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thanks for listening.